Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And so for those of you who are tuning to the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, I thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful that you care to be tuned in because there are just so many other places and so many other things that you could be listening to. And so it's always my blessing, my pleasure my honor and my duty to be able to encourage us to remember that we dwell in the reality of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. That we dwell as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And that we are in a day where it is necessary for us to remember that we are under the auspices of absolute law all the time. And had we been properly oriented as to what the purpose in existence is, then we would see ourselves in a much greater place than where we are now. Under the pandemic of sickness, illness, disease, and death that has been cultivated as a multi-trillion dollar economy. And so we have to realize that a people who have instituted sickness, illness, and disease, murder and slaughter and capitalization through legalized genocide disguised as free enterprise, that it's necessary for us to come to a place and space where we care to respond correctly and directly. And that's why I have and am speaking to the responsibility of womanhood, not to the exclusion of manhood, because we're going to get to that, but to really encourage the sisterhood and women of all hues to realize that it was always the intention of the intelligence of existence to have us in the quality of care and thoughtfulness and consciousness and mindfulness that we know how to bring other beings forward in life and to set them on the path of progression because we are properly oriented in life as life bearers and life givers, maintainers and sustainers, that the love of woman, the love of mother, the love of sisters, the love of daughters and granddaughters and whatnot, that we should be in a place and space where we are the water that nourishes, that we are the oxygen that breathes life into other ones, that we are the ones who are really carrying the torch for our greater degrees of liberation and resurrection in a now moment where we are under the auspices of those who are manipulating, lying, marginalizing, disenfranchising, and coming to a point and place where they feel as though they have the right to interfere and to intercede between our breath, our life force, and the intelligence of our being. And we have to realize that we cannot focus so much attention in feeding our desires and appetites to the degree to which we are not conscious and conscientious about the absolute and divine design of our body temples. 
and to realize that our bodies should be temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses in this realm of eternity on this planet that is a paradise. And because our socialization and religious training and miseducation and traditions of culture, the cults of barbarism and civility and intoxication and violation and all of that, we have to come to a point and place where we will no longer participate because anything that's going on in terms of what you are susceptible and vulnerable to is because of what you are consuming. And under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, we have to be able to respond correctly and directly and to know that nobody has the right to intercede between what our purpose in existence actually is as the progenitor and the perpetuators of life. And to come to a point in place where we have to realize that the consciousness of women lays foundation for the progression of lineages of people. And because we have been under male patriarchy and domination and rape and violation and all of that, now we're under the edict to rise. The divine feminine, that which gives birth of the seeds that are sown, that which is unfolding. We have emerged from a cosmic womb. Everything is held within the fabric of eternity. And our now moment is pregnant with possibilities for a humanity that cares to break the shackles of enslavement, break the shackles of disinterest, dissatisfaction, discontent, despair, degradation, violation, that we're in a now moment where Sisters, women, have to take responsibility for cleansing ourselves because our womanhood cannot be based in our vanity. Our responsibility as women is not just to look curvaceous and sensual and to be uh, traps for men. Our womanhood is gift and duty in the exaltation of life and the perpetuation of lineages. And in order for us to be restored, we have to take responsibility for knowing that we cannot be a detriment to ourselves and then be the proper loves of our husbands, our lovers, our children, our family members that our coming to a point and place where it truly matters to us that we will consciously care to raise completely up. It doesn't matter where we are. Women everywhere should know how to feed themselves as well as their children. And as a result of all of the diabetes, the heart disease, the cancer, the strokes, and all of this, which is the true pandemic. And because you're already on the path of adulteration and the path of sickness, illness, disease, and death, then that gives you makes you vulnerable to having all these issues that take you to clinics and take you to the hospitals and whatnot. So now they're pronouncing everything COVID-19 
because there's money involved. I'm saying we're dealing with a wicked people, a wicked system, a system that has already failed to execute the purposes of existence, the purposes of that intelligence of existence that gives life to absolutely everything and everybody. So first and foremost, we are all breatharians. So to be in a place where you think that there is some contagion. Now you've been eating the flesh of pigs and cows and turkeys and chickens and all of this stuff for all of these centuries. And the contagion was just happening in terms of just the consistent violation. You understand everybody doing the same freaking thing that did not need to be done, but that's what we were taught. That was the culture, but we're in a death culture. And so where you believe that you're supposed to be dying, it's a problem. Where you're feeding off the flesh and the carcasses of other beings, it's a problem. Where you're killing these animals, it's a problem. Where you're feeding off of their fetuses and their progeny, it's a problem. Because the justice that is in full effect is the justice that the animals are affecting. That is manifesting the true pandemic. But now to have stupidity and idiocy and becoming sheeple as opposed to walking in the intelligence of who we are as these points of the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence is by virtue of already having fallen victim to those ones who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and no truth, and no commitment to it. They understand how things work. They can come in and set brother against brother and start extracting and whatnot, enslaving, usurping, bastardizing. They've mastered this whole process of modifying our behavior so that we are under the initiatives of those who do not care for us. And they could not possibly care for themselves to the degree to which they will consistently turn people against each other and have us in a place where now we're distrustful of one another. If you don't wear a mask, and I'm saying your body is full of garbage, okay? You don't need to be breathing in that garbage. Yes, the the, the spike in the coronavirus or the COVID-19, whichever one they're calling it, I'm just saying it's as a result of you all following these people. And not taking responsibility to truly clear, cleanse, purify, renew, rebirth, regenerate, rejuvenate, revitalize, and revivify yourself through oxygenation, hydration, mineralization, alkalization, and opening up all channels so that the nitrates and nitrites, the iron filings that were in your cornflakes, all of the artificial colors and flavors and the dyes and stimulants and chemicals and hormones and stuff can get out of your tissues because this is the foundation of the cancer and the heart disease and whatnot. So when you are consistently feeding off of that which creates dirty and toxic blood, then you are diseasing your heart. And it is very difficult for a diseased heart to truly love. And so we have to understand that the responsibility of loving, the responsibility of walking in the truth of who we are, extends to all orders of existence itself. We can't feel as though we're entitled to facilitate the suffering, the violation, the annihilation, the subjugation, the domination of all of these beings and then feed off of them and then give their body parts to children as happy meals and then we're going to be all right. But then to make matters worse, you're not knocking and seeking and asking for what to do to really 
reverse these issues. Just going to the doctors and having meds done, having tests done, getting more pharmaceuticals. I'm just saying it's a death culture. We don't need to participate if you care to live. And women, life bearers, life givers, the joy in our living as a result of our mothers and grandmothers and aunties and cousins and sisters and whatnot. I'm just saying is that we have the responsibility to support each other in living. In knowing how to reverse these issues because we are the first teachers as well as the first healers. And where we do not care to be properly oriented in that, then we are really on the first line of offense. And facilitating the sickness, the illness and disease because of where we do not care to exalt a full effort. And consciously stepping into the integrity of who it is we are as these living, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And so where we are so adversely affected by all of the disease, then know that we have to stop doing the things that are creating it. So in order to have leverage over anything that threatens your life and your health, then you have to learn how to eat and to respect the reality that your body is divinely designed and designed divinely and the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of things cannot be food for you. It is not sustainable for we are animated and enlivened by breath. And to put on masks and have masking and gloving be a part of, of what they think is solution is absolutely insanity. And to be in a place where we are not so bathed in the light of truth that we will not speak up and we will not stand up and we will not be accountable. It's a problem. And so the masters of deception, the masters of manipulation, the masters of, of enslavement, everybody needs to be liberated from the lies that we can work towards the demise and the detriment of other ones and profit and prosper. It's not happening. You understand? You can't eat all kinds of garbage and then defecate in the same water that you have to drink and think that it'll be all right. We're in a now moment where we have to realize that what's going on in our bodies is what's responsible for everything, but you are the one who's reaching for stuff. And so 90% of what we find in these stores is of no, it's nothing. It's nothing that the body really requires. And so much of it will be detrimental over time. And so in this now moment where we really care to respond correctly and directly to the pandemic of genocide, inebriation, intoxication, miseducation, religious indoctrination, cellular oppression, then we must 
exalt a full effort in our living to be cleared from the memory of the transgressions, the rapes, the violation, the anger, the passation, the frustration, the anguish, the angst, and know that when you're feeding off of violated beings, beings that have always suffered their whole lives were in captivity and suffering, then to know that this is the foundation of so much of the psychosis that we see showing up in our lives, in our families, with our youth and our children. And if women are not really willing to be real women and stand up to be the leaders in our healing, then it is a lost cause. Because we cannot impact and affect the changes that need to happen if we will not honor duty, obligation, and responsibility in being and knowing that it is the work, the inner work of re-establishing the substance of ourselves, the true wealth of ourselves. Not that we spend all of our time trying to acquire things, but that we will take the time to invest in ourselves. And for all of the thoughts that's going about in terms of just black business and all of that, it's about the businesses that are life supporting. You understand, it doesn't matter what hue of people, are you supporting life? Are you enhancing life? Life force, life currency. Are you facilitating wellness, wholeness? People are opportunistic. You know, all of these ones who are now producing all kinds of masks. So now people have masks for each outfit and masks for every day. And I'm just saying is that we're in a place and space where the place is being scoured by exalted beings to see where the light actually is upon the planet. And as a result of having a population that has not really understood the purpose in being on the planet and have lost their purpose, then they've virtually lost everything and are completely expendable. And so in this day of the global warming, as a result of how much feces has been dumped into the waters and streams, how much toxicity is polluting the bloodstreams and the tissues of the beings that you are, then know that to get a better result, you have to do a better work in terms of honoring and respecting and reverencing the divine design of our body temples. And so our children deserve to be protected. They have to be cleansed. They have to be reoriented. For those who have the responsibility of their grandchildren and you still feeding them bacon and eggs and chicken and all of this stuff, then know that you are a detriment to those children before the police can get to them. 
that we're in a now moment where we have to come to really respect the reality that if you are filled to overflowing with excess waste in your system and you're obese by how many other pounds, understand that it is completely reversible by your understanding that the body is divinely designed and 90% of what you're eating, the body doesn't recognize as food, whether it's the bread, the cakes, the cookies, the hot dogs, the hamburgers, the chickens, the fish, and all of that because our responsibility is to reverence life, to serve life. Everything in life serves us and we did not create any of it. But by virtue of the divine design of the intelligence of existence and having been so intelligent that it gifted absolutely everything and everybody so much of itself, then being in a place and space where you are in violation of other beings means that you're in violation of the creator. You're in violation of God, the God of your own being, the God that is your being, the God that would create the God that and the goddesses that have opportunity to facilitate bringing peace forward because we've mastered the love and the love is the harmony of existence and the, the truths of existence that we are all these living, loving, intelligent, potent and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal. And there is no greater wealth we can ever have than the wealth of ourselves and to divest our life force into things that rob our life force is the ultimate idiocy and stupidity that so many are engaged in that is so common that you don't see the, the error of it. And then the error is slapping us all in the face and then we are not looking and seeing it so people get out and protest but you still have one mask. How are you protesting anything? And then what are you going home and eating? What are you getting out in the streets? I'm just saying if we're going to protest anything, let's protest the killing of all of these creatures and feeding off of their body parts and letting their flesh rot in our bodies, creating all manners of sickness, illness, disease, and death. That now that Britain and all of these ones are apologizing for their participation in the slave trade. I'm saying it's not good enough to just apologize for having participated in it. Your apology is like, give us the money. You understand? Give us back the wealth. How could Africa, how could we owe you any freaking thing? You understand? But our not being in a place and space where it truly matters to us to be in the integrity of our own authenticity, to be in high ethic and morality and virtue of character and whatnot so that we have the light that triumphs over the dimness and the darkness and the foolishness that we are of the stature of ones and ones who have the capacity and the intellect and the and the courage to speak forward and to stand in the truth and to be the truth sayers and to know that the light has the right to triumph and we are clearing, cleansing and purifying our body temples daily so that we are clearer, cleaner vehicles and vessels of absolute light, absolute love, absolute wisdom and absolute truth because there is nothing that will gain us a greater leverage over the forces of Satan, Lucifer and the devil, the churches, the government and the corporate deities of death, those ones who feel entitled to decide that they are able to launch a campaign to undermine the life force of everything and everybody, to serve you the flesh of dead animals, to misappropriate the resources of the earth in the perpetuation of the meat industry 
and then dumping all of that blood into the waterways and all of that feces and whatnot and bringing us to a point and place where the waters of the body are as polluted as the waters of the earth and to come to a place where we understand the connectedness between us so that the cleaner our bloodstreams, the cleaner the water of the earth become. And we can reverse so much of this and it would not take that much time, but you have to be able to engage in the sea of possibilities, the infinity of possibilities, and to understand that in our consciously caring to raise completely up, to be restored in the integrity of who we are as the wound man, the perpetuators of life, and men, the progenitor of lineages, that we have to come to a point and place where we are all right with being cleared and cleansed and purified, and that needs to be a part of our daily work. Just like you brush your teeth and you bathe the outside of your body. I'm saying you don't live on the outside. You live on the inside. And the culture here has been to dump all kinds of toxicity in our body temples. And it's not working to bring us into any greater degrees of our capacity for creativity and thought. Because one must think in order to realize the divinity of one's being. One must be able to think in order to get your direct downloads of insight, inspiration, motivation, to be ever more disciplined as a disciple of truth and a bearer of light, to come to a point and place where you realize that you have already been given that which is yours through the lineages that you represent and your inheritance and your heritage is your wealth and that's what you've come to the world to cultivate and to stand in the light of because our talents are the area through which the intelligence of existence expresses itself. But we cannot continue to express that which is derogatory and that which is divisive and that which has no light and no substance. And think that we'll be well. You can't even work on behalf of the death industries and be well. You can't be killing these chickens and these and these turkeys and cows and whatnot and driving them to, to slaughter and this and that and be well. There's no way that you can serve death and be well. And so in this now moment, the divine feminine that is the receptivity of the divinity, the insight, the inspiration, the inner vision, we have to realize that all of the female species, the sow, the cow, the hen, the chicken, you understand it's exploitation of the feminine energy by male domination and patriarchy that's been initiated particularly through European culture here or Caucasians. And we have to come to a point in place where we will no longer participate because it's not in anybody's best interest. It's not really a black or white issue, it's an intelligence issue. And to really think that you can be prosperous and profit off the degradation of violation, the enslavement, the capture, the rape, the sodomization, the hanging, the setting people afire, the incarceration, the entrapment, and all of this that is still going on, then know that it's not ending well, but there's an end that's coming to it. And we don't know how all of the ritualizing and the praying that Africans are doing. And all of those ones who are consciously seeking to be whole 
and doing the things that will allow us to be whole. This is an, an intelligence issue. This is about all hues of people coming to a point in place where we realize that there is no there's no other purpose in our being except to live in the perpetuation of life on behalf of the lineages that we each represent to consciously care to bring forth the greatness of the ones that we've come through regardless of whose names we can call regardless of what we've done to come to a point where we are ready to be completely cleared of the violations to be the salvation, to be delivered from the ditches and valleys of degradation and the valley of the shadow of death that come to that place and space where we know that it is our time to rise completely up. As a woman, the perpetuator of the lineages and man, the progenitor of the lineages and anyone who may be somewhere in between Everybody is here to exalt life. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama. And so I'm emphasizing the wonderfulness of being woman. It is one of the most awesome experiences we could have for those of us who have been gifted it and respected and understand the power that is with it. And I am exalting it as a reminder of the divinity of existence and everything has been gifted so much of the intelligence of existence. We've been given all of our gifts by virtue of it. But the responsibility that we have as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence in the exaltation of life, we have to begin to really understand the importance of our being on point with the purpose in existence in consciously caring to self-actualize, self-realize, and be harmonized with the will of existence, the intelligence of existence, and come to a point and place where that becomes dominant in our care. Particularly where we have children, grandchildren, and responsibility towards those who've yet to come. And so being in a place and space where it is our duty, obligation, and responsibility to be able to respond correctly and directly in any and every now moment towards the greater good and the wellness, then I have to really exalt the reality that womanhood is humanhood and more. The struggle for women's liberation must, by its inherent nature, be only 50% women's labor and the other half men's labor. For in every woman and man, there is a man and woman, both of whom we must recognize, reconcile, and unify in love. Individuals and societies cannot be free and harmonious until both the woman and man within each one is securely acknowledged and liberated. Women's suppression is men's oppression. Genuine womanhood, power, honor, and duty is a cosmic trust. What are men but women in handsome hoods, embellished for soul's earthly embodiment? 
And who were women but men in beautiful hoods adorned for the soul's cosmic evolvement? The hood is but a being's fleshly habiliment, a garment of life, unroot of mortal destiny. Womanhood is humanhood and life. Although the souls be hooded man and woman, the conscious being is the same within every one. Equally true of the man and for the woman, the ovum and the sperm is fused to create all. In God's gift of character and splendor, he or she is neither more possessed and beloved of destiny. Womanhood is humanhood and soul. To know the soul, their hoods all must prevail. And a happy surprise were all people to realize if woman or man, Asian, Mayan, African, and Aryan, each person's of each hood elicits in every person working and unfolding a wondrous special aspect in the annals of common destiny. Womanhood is humanhood and wisdom. Consider thyself same identity and difference. Consider also the neuter nature of the soul. Sure, man and woman shines in all women and men. Over the carnal hoods which the soul designs for the responsibility of liberating experience, which buoys and sails the wings of destiny, womanhood is humanhood and grandeur. Yes, in one and the same soulful individuality supremely resides a corporate man and woman, polarized to a male and female ministration yet indivisibly embraced as single inviolate entity. The sex is but a transient temple formation that's essential to a transient physical destiny. Womanhood is humanhood and power. Humanity heirs to thwart this balance in divinity through the malefic ascendancy of man's egotism or in loitering by the bungle of antique traditions while demeaning obstacles afflict goddess humanity, thereby appointing the fall of the very god himself. Contrary to their rising and mutual destiny, womanhood is humanhood and goddess. Convene the nations by freedom, justice, and equality, for to liberate humanhood through divine womanhood, may efforts in progress usher in love and wisdom, and mortals inspired beyond belly racism and sexism, renouncing every oppression to let women liberation follow the path of true destiny. Womanhood is humanhood and future. And that was written by my teacher, Josiah Oswagu, who's passed on. And so we have to realize if we care to really be that we cannot operate by happenstance. Life is ordered. And children, babies come to the earth. Spirits and souls come to the earth through the wounds of women sparked by the sacred fluid from our fathers and then nothing in our society has given us an orientation towards divinity. And our being rightly oriented and understanding that the bastardization, usurpation of other beings and then feeding off of their carcass is the primary violation that has created and initiated into the world the depths of degradation, exploitation, racism, sexism, homophobia, and all of these other things. And for those ones who feel they have a right to hold other ones to law and order without them themselves being lawful and ordered in existence, 
as a result of having the flesh and the rot of beings permeating and penetrating their bloodstreams, their tissues, poisoning their thought, allowing them to function in dysfunction, violation, the violence. And it's become a normal part of our society as a result of our society being on the path of adulteration under a death culture. And so the exaltation of womanhood and the realignment of the divinity of existence and understanding that women give birth to nations, societies. And we are everywhere in the echelons of this society without being purposed as ones who should have a full life's urge and conscious care to ensure the exaltation of life is that which we do on a daily basis. But the system of things under capitalism has given us license, certification, and degreeing to be out of alignment with the purposes of existence, which is why we see so much degradation and violation and subjugation and discontent, dissatisfaction, and oppression and exploitation, we have to come to a point and place where we realize that we have a contribution to make to the world. And that which has been given us in terms of our intelligence, the capacity for understanding, understanding, contemplation, meditation, reflection, repentance, to come to a point and place where we really care to exalt a full effort in knowing how to be in this life without creating sickness, illness, and disease. And to be in a society that has generated sickness, illness, and disease, and death as multi-trillion dollar economy, then we realize that there is something seriously wrong in life because we have those who are not well, those who are ill, those who are poisoned from the inside out, giving dictates as to how to live and how to be. And yet, they feel entitled to determine that everybody follows their path of adulteration, the alcohol, the tobacco, the white sugar, and things that we were enslaved to bring forward because of their own addictions and habits. And to know that in this now moment, all of the sickness, illness, and disease that we are experiencing is the justice for being in violation of the laws that govern us, either ignoring those laws, refusing to admit that there is law disobeying and breaking those laws but we're still held accountable by virtue of them and by virtue of them we are able to be cleared from the taint of the toxicity of mentality and religion and culture and following traditions that do not serve in our exaltation. Our now moment is pregnant with opportunity for our being rightly aligned, particularly where we see the massive effort to provide this social manipulation through the farce that they call COVID-19, you know, the coronavirus. And how is it that you all would follow the dictates of those who do not have your best interests at heart? But because you feed from them, because you have been socialized to feel entitled to suck off the blood and the flesh of other beings and to allow the rot, the decay and the decomposition to poison the blood, 
poison the mind, to poison the tissues and the cells. At the animal's justice, it's the heart disease, the diabetes, the cancer, and all of these other issues. But if you would be manipulated to think that people are contagious, then why would you not consider that continuing to feed from the slaughtered flesh of other beings is where the real virus and bacteria and organisms permeating the tissues really emanates from. It is the foundation of it. And so we have to come to a point and place where we care to be cleaned up. Cleaned up. You understand? So this trend in terms of uh, the plant-based reality, but then they're trying to make plant-based versions of the stuff that wasn't plant-based. We want to have something that looks like a burger, tastes like a burger, makes us feel like we're eating a burger. And I'm saying that we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is animated by the breath, the oxygenation, that which is in the air. There's much more there than we can really see. But we could not exist except by virtue of it. And so our coming to this place and space where it truly matters to us to be well. And in order to step into the fullness of what wellness looks like and health looks like, it means that we can outthink a system that is perpetuating sickness, illness, disease, and death as multi-trillion dollar industry and world economy on the enslavement, the exploitation, and the bastardization of every other people and Mother Earth and Mother Nature herself. We can do better. And so for all of you who care, then I'm encouraging you to reverence and respect every beat of your heart and every breath that you take, to remember that you were divinely designed and designed divinely to be vehicles of absolute and supreme intelligence. And to know that the source of our intelligence is intelligent enough not to be killing itself. There is no need for it to exert control and domination over any other part of itself as a show of its superiority or supremacy. The fact that we exist in the realm of eternity on this sphere that is called Mother Earth that provides everything that we need for a physical material existence as spirit beings that we are in this place and space where it is time for us to realize the Lies that have been consistently perpetuated in our feeling as though what man says and what man has done and all of these things, that those ones that we're in a now moment where we are no longer willing to exalt those who are the conquerors and the bastardizers and those who are on a world-conquering rampage, but to realize that getting rid of the statues and the monuments to them is not the same as changing the foundation of the ill of the system itself and that it exists in the, by virtue of the detriment and the degradation and the enslavement of other ones, whether it's the prison industrial complex, whether it's all of the extraction businesses, the coffee, the cocoa, the chocolate, the, uh, the bauxite, the rubber, all of the commodities that come from the earth through the hands of African and melanin-dominated people without the people really prospering from it. Things have to change, they have to shift. The Mother Earth will do the shifting and the changing for us. 
And so as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, the more we're bathed in the light of supreme intelligence, the more we are consciously caring to exalt a full effort in our living to clear, cleanse, purify every fiber of our being through more oxygenation, hydration, mineralization, opening up all channels of elimination so that we are able to truly facilitate consistent cellular regeneration through the alkalization that comes as a result of doing all of those things. To realize the divine design of us, there is no mistaken error in it. Being mindful that this is our time. And it's time for us to show up and show up. And so because women are everywhere, we're in the military, we're in the hospitals, we're doctors, we're lawyers, we are council ones, we're mayors, we are seeking governorship. If we were properly oriented as to duty, obligation, and responsibility and being, then none of this other stuff could be going on because we would be setting the precedent. And that precedent would have been set for each generation from conception throughout. We would have nourished our children. We'd have nourished ourselves to the degree to which we are providing the greatest opportunity, giving our children the best that they could get from the utero on. We would be feeding and nourishing and nurturing our relationships with our family members, our men, our loved ones, to come to a point and place where we realize that we are those ones who have been gifted with the gifts of our sensibility, our sensuality, our sexuality, our spirituality. Everything should be working towards the greatest good. And none of it was to be prostituted for base desires and to fill base natures of those ones who were in violation. And so our restoration, our liberation, our coming to a point and place where we are truly cleansing clearing ourselves from the violation and the taint of all of the toxicity that we have been uh, influenced by spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually, that we get a chance to reboot and come to a greater place in our stature, in the resubstantiation and the enhancement of the quality of beings that we should be walking as as daughters and granddaughters and great-granddaughters and great-great-great-granddaughters and great-great-great-great-granddaughters and as mothers and grandmothers and great-grandmothers and great-great-great-grandmothers, we are the bridge between those who come before us and those who are with us and those who have come after us. And so in this now moment, I'm encouraging you to realize how amazing it would truly be if we took responsibility for consciously caring to change our mind about what we're living for, to come to a point and place where we are intensely intentional in living in the exaltation of life, in fulfillment of the law that is love, to be able to truly be brilliant and radiant in the peace and the poise and the power of what it is to be harmonized with the forces of life itself as these points of it. To be in the mindfulness that where we are healing ourselves and we have the opportunity to have a healing impact and influence on everything and everybody we touch. And to know that 
everything everybody needs love and to be loved and to be loving to be in the place and space where you are acknowledging the divinity of each and every one and knowing that we are all connected and so that which we do unto ourselves will be a reflection of that which we do unto others and how we treat other ones but if you are in violation of yourself then know that there is no way that you can truly have a very happy empowering prospering dynamic expression that is harmony and love that creates the wealth and the prosperity when we take our life force our life currency and trade it for a paper currency and then buy that which undermines our life currency, then we're practicing impoverishment because at the end of it, there'll be little of us left. And that's what we're seeing with so many of the homeless ones, so many of the elders and whatnot. And to be in a place where we see so much dementia and so much Alzheimer's and so much senility and so much of the having missed the mark of growth and maturation and that we don't see real examples of those who walk as liberated beings where they are liberated from the addictions of things that undermine themselves at the cellular level that we have the responsibility to become it to know that we have that available to us that we are the beneficiaries of the gifts of so many ones but to realize that for whatever and whoever it is you're listening to to really grow you have to get quiet and come to that place and space where you are exalting a full effort in your own self, with yourself, in your temple, to really affirm and declare your intention, your love for that which beats your heart and breeds you. It's not an intellectualization. It's a conscious effort in reverence and worship and appreciation and gratitude and thanksgiving and opening up every fiber of your being to the realization of how blessed you already are with each and every breath and every beat of your heart. To come to that place and space where we know that money doesn't have a greater value than a breath or a beat of our heart to be in that place where we realize that we are the wealth of the place and based upon the exploitation of us and the violation of us, then nobody is truly prospering. And we can shift that. We can change that. And we must if we will live. And so I'm the one who is really encouraging you to know that we have the opportunity to be tuned in, tapped in, turned on, and assisted by our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and to be under the auspices of our souls. And so in order to keep us in a place and space where we are disconnected from our spiritual help, they've sown us in all of this vice and poison, modified our behavior through the assault of our cells with all of these chemicals. And so in this now moment, it's time for us to care, to clear to cleanse and to understand that as women, the wound man, it is our duty, obligation, and responsibility to know that we were born to be the healers and the teachers and the ones to facilitate life, exalt life, to know how to enhance life. But that's not what our education has given us. That's not what our licensing, certification, and degreeing has provided us. So now we're having to really disconnect from the philosophies of, of capitalism as foundation for what constitutes our success in life. And all our education has done is allowed us to participate 
in managing the disease state that those ones whose lineages were responsible for the captivity, the enslavement, the hanging, the beating, the raping, the violating, and whatnot, that these are the lineages whose businesses these are, whether we are the remnants of those remnants of the Republican Party or whoever, but I'm just saying is that the system is a death system. It in and of itself is not sustainable. So we have to kind of bypass the laws of and the games of agreement and the statutes that men have put forward for their own purposes, not to exalt life, not to really enhance the well-being and the wholeness of everything and everybody. That would have been the more right thing to do when you, or if you have in mind uh, an orientation towards what real prosperity is. To be rich, to be wealthy. You understand, you don't have to hoard money You understand, you don't have to enslave people and trick people and violate people and kill people to be prosperous. Really, that puts you in a position where you have no real prosperity because you are impoverished in your spirit. Spiritually impoverished to to the degree to which you are literally mentally incapacitated for being able to truly think godly thoughts, which we should really have as that which is goal and objective for ourselves. And so in this now moment, you have opportunity to cleanse your body temple, to really consecrate your body as the temple for the living God and Goddess, to be re-enthroned completely, totally, holistically in your number for life support so that you get assistance in that is 678-760- Nine two nine nine, And see, this is why I do this, because I know that you can go anywhere and be fed the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus mucus of cows, all manners of devitalized, degerminated, processed garbage that they call food, and you're paying for it. And it's causing all the inflammation and all of the degradation, the degeneration of your body, your temple, your mind, your spirit, your faith, your confidence and whatnot. So these elements are literally robbing the essence, the life force, the wealth, the riches, the treasures, the ingenuity, the sensibility, the high ethic, the morality, the care, the confidence, the faith, the knowing the integrity, the essence of who we are as these points of the presence of and as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that we would be and are the living gods and goddesses in these temples. We are in a now moment where we have to make a decision as to whether you will continue to follow those who have no love, no light, no wisdom, no truth. Or whether you will go deep within yourself and make a decision that you will live and you will walk the face of this earth as some of the most dynamic spirits to have ever lived. Why would we want our legacy here on the planet to be that we killed more children than any previous generation, that we were in such degrees of violation that men were raping their own daughters and sons and whatnot. And I'm just saying is that the degradation of violation, the wickedness of this place is enough to sink the whole ship. But that violation starts at the cellular level. It starts with the poisoning of your tissues, your cells, your blood, compromising your capacity for real thought, for high ethic and morality. 
And so we are in a now moment where we have to realize that there is no joy really in creating pain and suffering and disdain and tragic dates with fate. That the peace comes when you are truly loving, reverencing, worshiping, rejoicing in the blessedness of being and consciously caring to be a blessing wherever you are with whomever you're with. Why? Because we are always meeting other points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And whether they know themselves to be that or not, we who care have to develop an eye where that's all we see. And we develop the talents, the skills, and the abilities to cultivate it, to draw it out, to encourage it, to nourish it, to nurture it. And this is what we as wounded men should have as a natural gift and talent. And in order for us to reclaim it, even though we may have lost our wounds, even though we've been battered and bruised, we can be healed. And we have to be healed in order to reclaim our rightful stature as healers. And so in our now moment, it's our time to care more, to be more, to stand on behalf of the wholeness of all, on behalf of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, all of her creatures, on behalf of all of that which is light, that which allows us to be rightly aligned, on behalf of our wholeness and our global resurrection, and be the blessing you are. Have a great night. I love you.